Welcome to the Dream Home Movement. This is your weekly dose of home and property inspiration, bringing you clever tips and advice from the very best experts and real life Renault stories with your host, Joe Violetta. Welcome back to the Dream Home Movement. You're here with me, your host, Joe Violetta, and tonight we are talking about repurposing materials for your renovation and for home improvements. So to help me with that topic, I have Annie and her husband, Shane, from Salvage Merchants in the studio. Now, their business specializes in renovating and making over spaces using salvaged and repurposed materials. They offer a solution beginning from design right through to implementation and everything in between. They're completely hands-on from beginning to end, and they don't mind getting their hands dirty to truly create beautiful, sustainable spaces for their client. Welcome to the studio. It's lovely to have you here. Thank you. (laughs) And I think what we might start off with, before we get stuck into the nitty-gritty, because we're going to look at what sort of materials you can use when you're repurposing for renovation and home improvement. I'm going to pick Annie and Shane's brains for tips that you can use and also look at um, mistakes that people make when they're using repurposed materials. We're going to look at all that stuff. There's loads of value in this episode. But before we get started, what led you to create a business that uses repurposing for renovation and home improvement? So why salvage merchants? Oh, Joe, we didn't really have a plan, to be honest. Almost two years ago, uh, we were both feeling pretty dissatisfied with the nine to five grind. And uh, we just had a desire to work together. We've got a, what we consider a pretty unique combined skill set and we work really well as a team. And so this was something we wanted to have a go at. We weren't exactly sure what salvage merchants would look like and it has certainly changed um, in the two short years we've been going. But at the real heart of our business was a passion to tread a little more gently on this earth and which we are, you know, doing in our home life but are are doing in our business life as well. Oh, I absolutely love that. And there does seem to be a real movement at the moment towards more sustainable living and particularly when it comes to creating homes. Uh, We've, uh, here on the peninsula, there's definitely a move towards using more environmentally friendly materials, ramjerf walls, for for example. So I love that that's one of the inspirations behind your business. So what kind of materials do you repurpose? Anything. (laughs) (laughs) Anything from furniture, anything from building materials, doors, windows. There is so much out there uh, to be used. And I see it every day because we look for it, and it's and it's and it's everywhere in everyone's backyard. Or so the main one of the main bases of our business is to reuse, repurpose. So find something that you've already got or something that already exists instead of going out and buying the new all the time. So we work around sourcing materials um, that would be, as I said, furniture from antique shops, vintage shops, anything that takes your fancy. And you can, with the styles these days, you can mix all that up. So we look for that and we also look for building materials from wrecking yards, houses getting knocked down all the time. We see them, beautiful houses knocked down and then 
something, a big box built back up there and nothing reused and it's quite sad to see it all go to waste. So anything from anything from furniture down to the smallest piece right up to a whole house full of, full of gear that we use. So that's it, basically. Wow, so it can be furniture, it could be building materials, yeah, yeah. so like tiles, wood. Tiles are a hard one. Yeah. Um, that's one of the hard ones to get up, but timber, flooring, skirting boards, doors, windows, um, all that sort of thing, yeah. Yeah, so pretty much anything you can get out of the house without breaking it is reusable. Wow, that's amazing. And it, I agree, it is really sad. You do see a lot of beautiful mid-century homes, older homes, beautiful with sometimes with beautiful art deco features and they're just ripped down yep. and we put four townhouses on right. on top of where they were, which is yep. fine. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I totally get that we want to develop and create yes. uh, affordable housing and invest in property and all that sort of stuff, but it is sad if that's ripped down and then nothing is – it's just gone Correct. completely. Yeah. yeah. So – do you have any tips for people who would like to use repurpose and upcycled materials in their homes if they want to do a bit of DIY? Yeah, look, I think for a lot of us, we all think everything's too hard and so there's a lot of procrastination and nothing happens. So my advice really, just like our business is, just have a go. You know, there's so much to be learned out there. We're so fortunate with the internet, with Pinterest, YouTube, all those avenues available to us to learn and to explore different uses. Um, so if you've got something that you love and you cherish but sitting in a cupboard and it's not being used, just jump on Pinterest, jump on some of those online sites and have a look for some ideas and you'll find tutorials, you'll find all sorts of things to, to learn how, how to do things. Um, but, yeah, my, I guess my main advice is just have a go. Just give yeah, it a crack. What have you got to lose? Exactly. Yeah. And Pinterest is a great source of inspiration. Unbelievable. It's also a rabbit hole. You Correct. can get hours <laughs> of my day. <laughs> hours. Lots of things. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And I can actually track my life through my boards. So, you know, 10 years ago it was mm-hmm. wedding stuff. Yep. And then it's like baby stuff. Mm. And now it's like cleaning stuff. Oh, yeah. I must have skipped that stage, <laughs> fortunately. <laughs> what is happening to my life? <laughs> but yeah, Pinterest is great. A lot of, because I, I get a lot of real life reno um, people on the mm-hmm. show as well, so just ordinary people that have done their own renovations yes. and a lot of them are like YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> it's all there. YouTube. The information is there. Yeah. 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 But I, I really love that. Just give it a go. Yeah. Give it a go. You offer a service where you create, among your other services, you offer a service where you create bespoke pieces for your clients. What does that process involve? So, Joe, usually what happens is a client will come to us either with an idea or potentially a problem um, that they need solving. And um, to give you an example... Uh, we really encourage our customers to reuse things they've got and we have a beautiful customer that we've done quite a few pieces for and she had her grandmother's um, vintage mixer, bench mixer and she'd seen, Shane had made a similar uh, lamp out of an old mixer in, in our store. We used to have a little retail store which we no longer do um, and she came one day and she said, look, I've got this in the cupboard and 
I don't use it, but I love it, and it has great sentiment. And I said, would you let us turn it into a lamp? And and she was just thrilled. It just is incredible to see how people feel and the connection that they have to, you know, really simple pieces. They don't have to be expensive, but they create true meaning, and that's really what we're about. Uh, at the moment, Shane's building a beautiful um, outdoor table for some clients who we're doing a... Uh, a big outdoor renovation for and they have an existing table but they don't love it and I said what can we use and we we happen to have in stock some old timber pallet pieces for want yes. of a better word they were packing pieces of packing timber these weird little pieces of packing timber and Shane's laminated the, them all together and made this incredible table and bench seats which they haven't seen yet. So, Georgie, if you're listening, just stand by because it's really exciting. <laughs> Spoiler alert! It's, it's just, it's beautiful. And, you know, these are pieces of timber picked up off the side of a road, actually by another customer of ours who saw them and couldn't let them go to waste, loaded them up in his ute, brought them down to us, and he said, hey, guys, could you, we use them? And we said, well, not now, but we will. And we have, and that's fantastic. Well, so that they would have ended up in landfill. Correct. Now, can we just go back to the mixer? Hold on. What? The mixer the became mincer. a lamp? Oh, yeah. So the mixer like a... A mincer. A, a mincer. A mincer. I was thinking of a mixer that you make cakes with. Oh, we but can do that too. A mincer still into a lamp. Yeah. yeah, the antique ones that used to put yeah. your meat in and turn the handle and, yeah, it's great looking pieces, but mm. no one knows what to do them because it's all electric these days, so... Yeah. turned into a lamp so you could have something at home that has great sentimental value but there's no real everyday use Correct. for it you'd like to be able to see it or use it or both yeah. and you could go we could go, come to you and just say this is what i've got what can what can Absolutely. we do with it one of the favorite lamps that shane's made um was a old silver tea set, so the coffee pot and the sugar bowl and creamer, and uh, he stacked it all up into a beautiful, beautiful lamp. And, wow. you know, that, that was something that belonged to somebody that was sitting in a cupboard, not being used, and now it's enjoyed every day. I love that. Mm. That is so very clever. Are there any other very special bespoke pieces that you've created for a client that really stand out for you? Oh, look, the ultimate is a complete cottage. So we were very fortunate really early in our business to uh, have been contacted by some some people that we knew through, through other connections and um, they asked us for some input into a little cottage they have down here on the Mornington Peninsula uh, on their property and we're looking at ways to to utilise that space and I don't think either of us were quite sure what we were going to do and we put together some ideas and basically they turned around and said yes to what we proposed which was, you know, back in that day, a Pinterest board and with great faith and trust in us, uh, these incredible people literally and figuratively handed us the keys to their property and said, do what you like. And we delivered them an Airbnb business full of completely bespoke pieces. So speaking about, you know, lamps being made, they've got a beautiful little old bell in the ensuite that's made from uh, a light, sorry, that's made from a bell. The vanity sink in the bathroom is an old jam copper pot. 
and pretty much everything in that cottage was either secondhand or actually belonged to the clients and had been repurposed, uh, or, you know, apart from mattresses and linen, which we really don't go secondhand on. Fair enough. <laughs> everything else was created um, by us. So it's a complete bespoke um, solution for them, and we're just so incredibly proud of it and, and so, you know, thrilled that somebody would have that trust in us to... To, to build a business for them like that. So Wow. Yeah. Have I seen photos of that cottage? That's our little Jack cottage. Uh, so yeah. if you're listening to the live show, head on over to either go to Instagram and go to either the Dream Home Movement page, the latest couple of posts are the ja- uh, Jack Correct. cottage, or go to... Is it Salvage Merchants? Yeah, on Instagram. And I'm pretty sure that was one of your most recent posts as well, was the Jack Cottage? Yeah. So if you go on over to either, go to both Instagram accounts and have a look and you you will see just how gorgeous this piece of, I think it's like livable artwork, to be honest with you. I I was really quite stunned. You may have noticed I went a little bit over the top with Instagram stories (laughs) of that cottage this week because I was so excited. It's gorgeous. And people can stay there. They certainly can. Wow. So would they just look up Jack Cottage? Yeah. Yeah. On Instagram, it's Jack underscore cottage and uh, got the most beautiful garden surrounds uh, just down in Somerville and yeah it's a really beautiful place to stay. Oh how lovely, oh well, there we go, you just gave your clients a little exactly. bit of a sh- <laughs> shout out. Oh that sounds amazing and to be given creative license yes. is amazing. So on the topic of Airbnbs and bed and breakfasts and that sort of thing, um, the peninsula is brimming with holiday mm-hmm. rentals. I just stayed in a gorgeous one in Dramana a couple of weeks ago, but th- there's just so many Airbnbs on the peninsula. And I was doing a bit of research for this episode, and I noticed that you've got a service called the Elevate B&B service, which I think would be perfect for the, the peninsula, all these Airbnbs on the peninsula. So can you tell us about that that service? What what does it involve? And Sure. So it's a service that we provide. And, you know, Jack Cottage was really eye-opening for us and was our foot in the door to, to the short-term rental market. And we just absolutely love it. And uh, are very keen to ex- provide experiences for people and help people that already have Airbnbs, short-term rentals, really um, elevate their experience because there are some horror stories out there. Uh, So the service that we offer provides um, us going to have a look at the property and um, really looking at every aspect of the property from online presence, social media presence, photography and imagery of the cottage, um, pricing structure, right through to everything to do with um, with house manuals, all sorts of tips and tricks that we know. We've spent a lot of time and a lot of energy in researching this, this field. So we go and we then compare this property with other comparable listings in, in the immediate area. So if it's a two-bedroom, sleeps four people, we would, we would present a really comprehensive report of recommendations based on comparable properties, properties where we where we feel your property could sit 
pricing-wise and, you know, what your occupancy should be sitting at, what sort of returns you should be getting. And from there, we provide a, a really detailed list of recommendations of what we could do to really get you up to that stage. Because as I'm sure you're, a, you're an Airbnb user, I'm sure you've looked at lots of properties online, looked at an image and gone, oh, I'd never stay there. Yeah. And imagery really is the first thing. And it's an easy thing to solve. And so we, we help clients right through every step of that process, you know, through to having, as we say, having the pantry stocked, ready to go. So, yeah, that's what we offer. We provide a report. We come down. We have a look. We provide a report. And then you can choose which recommendations you'd like to pursue from there. Wow. So it's like a full consultancy service Completely. as well. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. And so needed because... The competition is fierce on, on the peninsula. Yes. yes, a lot of people like to holiday here, but there are a lot of Airbnbs to, to compete with. That's right. But I still think you can make, you know, great money mm. if you've got the right product. And your imagery is just so important, isn't it? Very much so. Yeah. Absolutely. It's got to feel like you're having a break from reality. Yeah, you know, it, you're providing an experience to your guests. Experience. It's not, you're not just staying in somebody's home, you know, you are, or rental or whatever. It's an experience. That's what people want and that's what they should be demanding for the money that they're spending. Something out of the ordinary, something different and unique and bespoke. And that's what we help our clients create. And then they choose the recommendation and then you go and... We do it all. And then do it all. Yeah. Okay, so it's consultancy and then it's the actual implementation. Yeah, that's correct. So they can they can take on board all, all the ideas and tips that we give them and do it themselves if they like. But ideally, we like to get in there and, you know, get it looking looking good online, uh, style it a little bit, you know, with a reasonably low budget, actually just boost the uh, the sales, boost the uh, accommodation. And that's what it's all about. You want to... You want your, your business to go online and be successful, but if you haven't got all these little boxes ticked, it's really hard, as you said, with the with all the other ones around, it's just so hard to get into the market and, and, and the competition's pretty, pretty yes, high. It's yeah. fierce, yeah. Mm. And your styling is on point as well. Who's in charge of the styling? Oh, and he's the stylist. the stylist. I try, I really do. Yeah. And I'll put something down, I'll move something, she'll, she'll look at it and I'll go, what do you think? And she just gives me this little look and I'll go, no, nah, it's no good, is it? <laughs> so I just leave that to her most of the time. You know, right from when I get up in the morning and I'll set up the pillows on the bed and all that sort of thing and, <laughs> and then she'll walk past and just look at it and I just go, I still haven't got it. I just haven't got it. So that's her. You know, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the doer. I, I put things together, I screw things together and nail things and paint things and, and she does too. We both get into the into the tools and all that, that sort of thing. But stylist Annie, <laughs> Shane, you and I are like birds of a feather. Seriously, because <laughs> I I just don't know what looks good with what. That's why I think that's why I started this show so I could make friends with lots of stylists and like send them photos of my house. Going, is this right with with that yeah, or? Yeah. <laughs> and Annie, Annie says, I want this, make this. And like last year she said to me, I want a Christmas tree made out of fence pickets, like, you know, the old style. The, oh, cool. And she said, here's some pickets and, and go make me a Christmas tree. And I'm like, okay, no worries. I sat down and come back to her and said, what do you think of this? She goes, mm, yeah, not too bad, but change this and change that. I said, okay, <laughs> took it away again, come back in. What do you think is, I think that's really close, but you just need this and then it'll all come together. So as I said, I'm, I'm on the tools. 
Band, but she's got he the really ideas. He really is putting himself down a lot. He has an incredible creative eye. Yeah. And that is honestly the real reason why we wanted to do something together. He's, he's got... He may not know how to fluff a pillow or a room, that's okay, <laughs> but he does have a really great creative eye. And so everything we do really is a combined effort. We, we bounce ideas off off each other all the time. And, yeah, just I just wanted to add about that Elevate service. You know, what I really want to say is at the heart of that whole service is the ethos of our business, and it is reuse. And so we don't come in and go get rid of every piece of furniture. That, that's just not who we're about. We're about what else have you got? What have you got hiding in the garage that I can use? What can I, you know, throw a lick of paint on to completely transform that? So it's very much at the core of everything we do is our reuse and repurpose philosophy. I love that. And I just love how complimentary you are of each other as well. I wish everyone could see in the studio. They're just like smiling at each other. Like, no, you're awesome. No, you are. No, you are. <laughs> but I do, I do really appreciate the fact that you can transform an Airbnb or a home, for example, and use stuff that you already have. We don't realize what treasures we've got. Absolutely. You can't buy it anymore. You just can't find all this stuff. Yeah. You can go into your stores i won't say the name but and you can get a piece of furniture but if you go put that piece of furniture out on the front lawn and it rains on it it's gone yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know where the, some of the old stuff is just so good and it's coming back in and we are there is a turn there's a really big shift i think and we're right at the start of it because you know the planet's all going to mm. you know and we're all got to get in and work out ways of doing it and and, and it'll happen it, it's all going to have to happen where we all have to actually think about what we're actually doing day to day yeah yeah we do yeah mm. and it is i f i feel like that shift is happening mm. i do it's I, very slow yeah and, and we're really at the start of it but you know for a long time i didn't make a lot of changes and we didn't as a family make a lot of changes because we all feel so overwhelmed by how much we should be doing and then we just made a decision as a family you know it, Progression over perfection. Yeah. Progression over perfection every day. You know, if I'm better than I was six months ago, better than I was 12 months ago, we've all still got a long way to go, but we've all just got to try. Yeah, I love that message. I did have Andrea from un, uh, Roving Refills Frankston in the studio a few months ago. She and she has a blog called Unwasteful Andrea, and she had has that same message that. We, we get too caught up with trying to be perfect yeah. when it comes to sustainability and reducing waste that then people just do, then they become paralyzed and do nothing. Yeah. But small changes, they do actually add up and they are yeah. quite yeah. significant. Yeah. So don't worry. A Andrea is not. Uh, she's not perfect. No, no one is. No, no, no one, one is. None of us are. are. We're still every day. Every day we're still changing. We're still, you know, becoming aware of what we're doing and we still get, oh, maybe we can change that now. And, you know, and our daughter, God love her, and she'll go out and forget to take the shopping bags with her and she'll come home with a plastic shopping bag yet again. And, <laughs> yeah. and you know, you just go, come on. And, and, and you know, the younger generation are, 
you know, got to save themselves as well. But, you know, and we do. We keep making those mistakes and sometimes you have to, you know, you can't bring home 20 apples without a bag. That's fair enough. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you just got to practice it. I think we all got to practice and we'll all get there eventually. What are some of the mistakes that people make when they are using repurposed materials in, in their home and how can they avoid those mistakes? Uh, I think one of the biggest ones is people think it's going to be cheaper, which it's not always going to be. It, generally it is, um, but, uh, you know, if you're going to go out and buy a stick of timber from Bunnings, it's quick, it's easy, and it's reasonably cheap, and it really is. But it's not about saving money for us. It's more about, you know, saving the earth at the end of the day. So uh, don't make that mistake you think it's going to be cheaper because quite often you'll go out and buy a piece and have to bring it back and modify it and change it or sand it back or paint it or whatever it is. Um, so that's that's the first thing. It's never, never, you know, never always cheap. So that's one. Um, the other thing would be if it's out of your depth, just don't do it, you know. Yeah. We can't do everything. We can't do everything, but have a go. If it's something that needs qualified tradesmen like electrician or plumber and all that sort of thing, they're the things I don't like to touch. Uh, I do do a little bit of electric, electrical work, but it's all well within uh, my scope of skills and I'll always get it checked by an electrician anyway. So I'll get it tested and tagged and all that, especially with my lamps and things like that. Um, so that's that's another thing. Um, have a go, but, you know, make sure you're not well, you know, out of your depth. Uh, and I think the third, well, third thing I think was... If you, if you really need it done, if the biggest mistake is if you haven't called us, that's a real... I think that's a huge mistake. <laughs> yeah. So give us a call and we'll get it sorted for you. You know, you, you, the DIY things is massive now. It's, you see it on TV everywhere. People are getting in, getting their hands dirty and having a go. And it's it's a really a, cheap, a big achievement when you do something yourself. And there's plenty of help there out there. There's, there's, as I said, YouTube. Get on there. You learn how to do anything. I've taught myself how to play the piano off YouTube. Wow. You know, you know all those sorts of things. And the other day I was out there learning how to fix my car because something broke on it and I fixed it. You know, it's I didn't have to send it off and pay, you know, top dollar to get it fixed. So there's things like that. So have a go at it um, and enjoy what you do too. It's, that's, that's what it comes down to us. We really enjoy fixing things and I'm a Mr. Fix-It. I just love getting in there and getting something solved and solving problems for people. I love that. So the biggest mistakes, uh, number one, not having an understanding of your budget when you yeah. when you embark on these projects. So just, yeah. just cost it up so, right. so yep. that you, you understand yeah. how much it's going to cost. And number two is trying to do things that are actually out of your depth. And that's a message that we, we share a lot on the show is that mm. DIY is great, but there are certain things yeah. that you actually need a qualified tradesperson and to also, do. And also, Joe, I think something that I see when I watch Shane work um, as his apprentice, <laughs> but I, I would quite often say to him, oh, we'll just, you know, we just need to pop that door on there. Or I think sometimes people underestimate that, particularly when you're working with salvage materials, you're starting with something that's perhaps not the correct size to go in that area. It's got, it's not the correct thickness. The hinges are in a different spot. All those sorts of things that you think, you know, we, we have a bit of a joke amongst ourselves. He always says, oh yeah, I'll just put it in. It's just four screws, darling. And it's like, <laughs> and I'm like, no, it's, it's not, is it? And you know, we, we replaced a door for a client recently, um, in her home and it was a full day's work. 
um, because we bought a second-hand door for her and the whole jam had to be modified. And, and that's fine. That's exactly what we love doing. But I think people sometimes underestimate, underestimate how much time and effort in, is involved in using salvage materials. Which brings us to mistake number three, which is not calling salvage <laughs> yes. merchants. So before we get to our signature questions, let's just tell people how they can fix mistake number three, which is how would they get in contact with you? So you can jump on all our socials are at Salvage Merchants on Facebook and Instagram, or you can find us on our website, salvagemerchants.com.au. We're just based in Morty Alex, so we're just up the road from the peninsula and we do a lot of work down this way and we always enjoy hopping on Peninsula Link to come down here for the day. So, <laughs> yeah, just give us a call. We'd love to chat. We'd love to visit people's homes. We'd love to see how people live and listen to their ideas and their concepts. And we just, we really enjoy working there. Our business attracts the most incredible people and we're really fortunate in that way, really like-minded people. So, yeah, reach out to us. Yeah, the results are stunning. Do Thank make you. sure that you pop on over and check out those socials and the website. All right, signature questions. What is your favourite... Oh, this question was made for you. <laughs> this question was made for you. What is your favourite interior design or architectural style from a bygone era? Well, I'd have to say as owners of very... Owners, I won't say owners, as custodians of a 150-year-old church, I'd have to say it's the Victorian era. We have, uh, Shane and I are very fortunate to have a, a beautiful little church out past Ballarat that we're currently renovating to be an Airbnb for people. And just that era of it was a really tough time in Australia, the gold rush, and we look at our little church that is five metres high, the roof. Yeah, at the lowest point. At yeah. the lowest point yeah. is five metres high. And this was all built by men from ladders with hand tools and so just I guess for me it's the appreciation of that the love and the dedication and the care that went into buildings of that time and they are beautiful and detailed and it was done by hand and that's just incredible to me so we're all about preserving that. It is incredible, isn't mm. it? Yeah, we need to preserve those yeah. those sorts of buildings and that history. We mm. cannot lose it. It's so important. What does the phrase dream home mean to you? Oh, he's looking at me. What does <laughs> dream home mean to me? Well, certainly a dream home for me. It, it's not four walls and it never has been. I've lived in beautiful homes. I've lived in plain homes, small homes. And uh, my dream home is the people within it and the, the people that I cherish and the items within that mean something to me that have value. Having said that, though, Jo, I have <laughs> I have got a bit of a Pinterest board going because we have mutual Pinterest love and Shane and I are working very hard on our, our Pinterest board for our dream home property that, you know, in the future will look something like a rambling country estate with workshops being held and community gatherings and... That's what our plan for our dream home is. But, you know, right now we live in a factory and it's unreal and and it contains everyone that I love. That's my dream home. Oh, contains everyone that I love. <laughs> I can't wait to see your rambling one, though. That sounds yeah. really yeah, my so is pretty nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, if you want to find Annie and Shane, you can go to Salvage Merchants on Instagram and Facebook or 
all the W's, salvagemerchants.com.au. I got yeah. that right. Great. Thank you so much for coming in to the studio. That was so informative, super valuable, and really inspiring. Thank you, Joe. It's been a real pleasure to be here, and we just love being able to get our message out to people. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on the Dream Home Movement. Be sure to come over and say hi on Facebook and Instagram. I hope that your Dream Home projects are going well and I look forward to chatting with you again next week.